Welcome, everybody, to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get this week's episode started, thanks to our sponsors at Pollyanna DIY, Angelo's Pizza, who keeps us fed, and they'll take care of you on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And, of course, to our streaming service, independentwrestling.tv. You can check out shows from our promotion and so much more there as well. And, uh, you know, might as well we'll throw a smart mark video in there, too, right? We like them. I love them. We love them. Even though we, uh, we, I feel like we haven't seen Gary and Shannon in a while, but we still love smart. What's wrong with video. Robles? Yeah, I, I like Robles. Trying try to talk, trying to talk bad about Robles? No, not at all. I like Robles very much. Uh, I just, you know, we didn't get to wish DJ Gear Bear a happy birthday in person, and I'm waiting for him to spin more tracks at an after party one day. So hopefully, Doctor Dan gets a good one in Akron. I'll tell you yeah. that. And and. You know, DJ Gearbird said he, he missed AIW very much, so we want to give him. I want to give him the personal shout out. At any rate, on this episode, uh, you'll hear uh, talking points from Dom Guarini, the Bone Collector, Alex Worldwide Keller, the man himself, the leader of Westamania and Barkley Nation, Wes Barkley, as well as always, as AIW owner John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, and on this episode, I'm going to try to help these guys navigate through what was Welcome to the Party Pal, our final AIW show in 2018. And we start off, I guess, by saying we had a new venue. Different venue. <laughs> new spot. Ohio Nuts. For a uh, for Going a down like a frown. For a day. Yeah. What do you... How did how did the setup go, guys? Was that all right there? Um, yeah, actually, I thought Worldwide is going to tap out on this one as I've never seen Worldwide as, as so desolate at a ring setup. Um, usually for AW Ring Crew, real pumped up, trying to help out with everything. And when I got there, uh, Weird Body reported to me that Worldwide had not touched anything, and I knew that something was wrong, so I just kind of let Worldwide be to himself. Now, we did kind of talk about this and allude to that uh, on previous episodes here and talk about Hell on Earth. What was going on? This day, worldwide? Um, I don't know. The fucking holidays, fucking brother died, family shit, fucking having the titles, fucking some girl, like, you know, that I'd been seeing over the course of the year broke it off with me. It was just a perfect storm. You break and, up with girls uh, a lot, though. Yeah. And then what? You, you break up with girls a lot, though. This one I was with for a good long time. And How uh, long is a long time? Like, we're saying like eight months. No. Eight months? Eight faithful? I mean, you know, we were never official. <laughs> oh, is it, exactly. Dealing, we were never official, but I wanted it official. It was like me being like, yo, let's do this. And like, I thought we were making moves in that direction. You and were ready to pull the trigger. Then, oh, I was trying to pull the trigger, but fucking drawn blanks. But, um, but either way, so I was dealing with that. And, um, yeah, and then on top of that, like, I hadn't been able to go to the gym because I, like, fucked my back up after going out to Milwaukee for right. like, my brother's funeral shit and da 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 So, yeah, I was not in was a she, good did, did she Did she break it off with you because you became a pro wrestling tag team champion and she was just scared of your, of all the fame headed your way? Mm. Oh, not in the least. I was, uh, it was, actually, I was on Saw Sabbatical the month before, and then the month before that, I had started to get the vibe, like, you know, like, she'd been kind of more and more distant, and, like... So I was halfway through the sauce sabbatical, and I was like, hey, just kind of laid cards on the line, shot her a text. It was like, you know, we haven't really, like, talked in a while, and, like, you know, I'm sober for, like, another, like, week and a half, so probably be now best to tell me, like, you know, what the deal is, and, uh, you know, because I'll have, like, 10 days to, like, figure it out, and she told me, and I was just like, that hurts, and uh, yeah, then the shit with my brother happened, and then this and that. Da, 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 da. You want to get into the? You want to get into it or no? Um, all right, uh, my brother Will, fuck it, and he's like two years younger than me. Died like a week before his thirty-second birthday. Um, he, uh, I don't know, he's just had problems for years. Like by the time he was twenty-nine, he had like cirrhosis of the liver and like hepatitis C and all this other shit. And uh, was still drinking, even though he was supposed to get a new liver at some point. But obviously, they're not going to give him a new liver if he's fucking drinking all the time. Right. And, like, as bad as I am, like, this motherfucker was, like, just, like, would have, like, a fucking bottle of whiskey a day. And he'd just go back and forth between, like, the whiskey and the fucking Powerade. Because in his mind, he thought that was okay. Like, had no teeth left in his fucking head. Like, um, and living with my dad the whole time. Like, never moved out of my dad's house. Which is a whole other thing. And. 
just uh, you know, anyone out there dealing with an addict, just know that you know, uh, enabling people is every bit as addicting as like the fucking addiction itself. Because, but you can't tell my dad that. But um, no, I, I mean, I agree. You know, I've had similar situations in my family. Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, fucking people are just gonna give people a million chances and just deny what's going on. And yeah, going through the house after, like, I was like, fucking, like, I'm not a big hand washer, which is kind of fucked up because I'm kind of a big handshaker. And, uh, but you know, no, show days, I'm on my, my game. So don't worry, brothers. But, um, either way, I was like, fucking, like, every, like, 45 minutes like going through that house like washing my hands up to my goddamn elbows because like I'd find like some new hiding spot for like fucking syringes and shit which I didn't think it was that bad I just assumed it always assumed it was like pills and alcohol yeah and it was definitely like past that point and it sucks but he'd been like lost for a really fucking long time and um yeah he finally just like OD'd and yeah eventually we had to like we were like yeah He's probably brain dead and da 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 Pulled it and then five hours later, yellow ass dead person. Yeah. Again. So yeah, that was a thing. And, um, but yeah, so that was like weighing on me. And then like my mom just moved back like to Toledo from California. So I went from like having no family around for holidays to like having family around for holidays. And that somehow fucked me up like different than being away from family and like yeah just everything was like just like in this fucking oh yeah and then like i had like a weird 4 a.m argument with like my youngest brother like came to town for like a couple of days on christmas and fucking Inoki slapped the shit out of him on my back porch fucking because i wasn't ready to give him a hug or something i don't know it's been a whole thing but we're cool now He's tanning and shaving his whole body, even though he doesn't wrestle, and that's confusing. But um, yeah, you got a you, you got a complicated life, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking complicated lives. I have a, I have a question for you, worldwide. Shoot. What is the status of the Jurassic Park toys? Sold them. Did you make as much money as you thought you would? Oh hell no. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Here's the story on the fucking Jurassic Park stories. All right. Back in 1993, the Jurassic Park uh, film came out in theaters. My dad had this grand idea where he was like, you know, these my kids fucked up all the goddamn original Star Wars toys I had playing with them being children. So in 1993, movie comes out. He bought all the toys. Like, <laughs> the whole line. fucking happened. Kept them in box. Mint mm. in box. For fucking like 25 plus years and then like i don't know he finally like kind of took him out a little bit because like my brother was gonna try to sell him and my brother never got around to it which is surprising considering the habit and all that but then also like with the amount of fucking shitty people going in and out of like my dad's house like and also like i mean like a few days after i fucking like left milwaukee like my dad's house got broken into fucking probably by some junkies that knew will was dead and fucking Stole his fucking TV and stereo equipment and all this other shit. He had to put a bunch of bars up on the Damn. window. And he's trying to sell a place. So, whole thing. That's messed up. But, um... So, either way, I was like, yeah, I'll take these fucking toys. And, uh, you know, because I don't want fucking them falling into, like, some shitty Milwaukee jerk-offs hands. And, uh, yeah, so then I, like, went about looking around on eBay, this and that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is looking pretty good. And it, like, went from an estimate of, like, oh, man, I can make, like, $1,453 off these till like, all right, maybe $822. And then, like, finally looked at the quality and this and that. And then it was like down to like probably, I think I ended up making like about $350 off of them, okay. which right. isn't terrible. That's not bad. Still but, a profit. And uh, I was hoping I was going to have you reach out to some major brothers about uh, I did. <laughs> making a purchase, but you never got back to me after well, I told no, you to reach out. There was no reply, so I guess there's no, no interest. Reply. I guess uh, brothers are full up on JP toys. Well, there was a reply from Hawkins, and you know, he he said he was gonna take it to the Broski, but you know, I never heard back. So I don't know. Well, all I right. just remember Worldwide coming to training and and thinking that he was gonna bankroll these toys into a Dodge Grand Caravan of some sort. <laughs> oh, just like he was okay. really excited, but right. I'm sorry to hear that didn't happen. But at least you got some money, Worldwide. Yeah. Oh, caravan money. Season. Also, fucking. 
Shortly after uh, the show, I uh, went to New Orleans because I said fuck it after my brother died and the other shit. So went back down there, didn't get pneumonia, <laughs> and uh, also cashed out all my uh, stash apps. So I got to restart on the old. Uh, oh no. Uh, Restart on the mania savings. Got to re-diversify your portfolio. Hey, it's mania fucking fuck up, my right? portfolio. Stock market fucking sucks ass right now. <laughs> oh, all right. Like it's fucking worse and getting worse. We are like fucking swirling the drain. Okay. Everybody, buy a bunch of guns. That's all you got to do. Well, but so that's <laughs> anyway, it. yeah. So I was in a fucking dismal shit mood and like fucking was like just basically sleeping or like trying to sleep or like just chain smoking cigarettes inside the U-Haul and hiding from people and. <laughs> Just was not a human being at this show. And um, it showed throughout the night. Like, I mean, at one point in time, I was just, like, fucking sitting down, like, sort of head in my hands. And fucking, like, Nick Gage was like, yo, bro, you doing all right? And I was like, oh, not really, fucking. And he's like, all right, man, fucking let me know. And, like, (laughs) then, like, I was, like, setting up the gimmick table, which I ignored that day. Because I, like, tried to be out there a little bit. And I could not deal with people at all. And, like, Cabana's walking around making his handshake train. He's like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? He's like, hey, worldwide, how's it going? And I'm like, terrible. He's like, as it should be. And just <laughs> kept on walking. <laughs> I'm sure if he knew uh, why I was terrible now, he'd feel a little bit worse about it, but maybe not. I don't know. Hey, probably. He probably Probably, yes, probably. Yes. Love the cult. But, uh, but yeah, I wasn't in a good place. And then on top showed. of that, found out, actually, this was like, it was like good news, bad news. Because usually, you know, in a... I, like, am aware of the card, like, you know, and the finishes, you know, a little bit in advance. Do some insider knowledge. And, uh... I kept this one under wraps. This yeah, one was yeah, a coin this flip. One, uh, yeah, I think because you probably didn't know how I was going to react to it. Uh, no, it was, it was literally, it was down to the wire of, like... Not the, knowing what the fuck was going to happen. The day before of going... Trying to figure out, like, where, where are we going to go heading into wrestlemania weekend and i was going back and forth on things and i just went colin and cheech are probably a, a safer a safer bet oh, you yeah. know what i mean and 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 the nicest way that i could i oh, could no, say no, no, no. i understand 100 it would have been a hell of like you know like just a weird thing to happen for us to win at the mania show but like as far as us defending and that's you know they and, bring out the gimmicks you know like I said and it was like I was just going back and forth and I'm just like you know we could do it a little longer but it's like uh, you know uh, people are so sick of Colin and Cheech on top I knew that it was going to get a good heel reaction uh, and you know that's you know that that's that's what we needed you know what I mean and like and like I said, and as much as people are probably like, oh, like I'm sick of it, like that, it was the desired reaction. So before we even get into the full on card, the venue leading up to things, I know we, we've covered venues multiple times here. Uh, anything you want to discuss there, John, leading into this show, we go with terms of how I mean, things went. It was, you know, like it was big enough for what we want. We wanted something big just in case. You know what I mean? There were some other right. options that weren't big enough and, you know, obviously, you know, we ended up with, you know, between five and 600 people. So, you know, a lot of some of these other places couldn't really accommodate that. Right. And, but, you know, you, you never know. But the big thing is, is, you know, they said that they were, an, they were a nonprofit organization so they would be able to sell alcohol that was the sticking point as to why we ultimately decided to go there uh and then you know day of we get the oh well you know they wanted us to get this special insurance and this and that and i don't have it now but you know uh if we do it again sort of thing and then um the other issue is, is like, you know, we get the pizza from Angela's Pizza and the guy's like, well, we want to sell it. And I was like, well, you know, like you have to give us something for it. And yeah. he's like, I was like, why don't you give us money off of rent? And he's like, well, you're getting a good deal already. And I'm like, oh, I could get a better deal. I've already found better deals. You know what right. I mean? Like, we, wouldn't, we just wouldn't have gotten the pizza then. And, uh, 
it turns into this big thing and he's the guy's ducking me and stuff and then <laughs> yeah he left for like a couple hours yeah and then like i had to leave to get to the after party because you know that's also a sponsored thing and it's like it's kind of like one of those things like you know i know we're bouncing around but it's like if i'm hanging around the venue like more people are hanging around the venue but if i'm like i'm going to the after party not like putting myself over but like if i'm going to the after party like more people are going to head in that direction and it's a sponsored gig you know what i mean so it's like i'm going to the fucking after party i'm not gonna sit and argue with this guy about the pizza right i told dan uh, dan to handle it because dan was kind of also a contact guy and like the guy's like, oh, tell him to call me. And it's like, I'm not fucking calling this guy. We'll be Whatever. Well, we also had a And it's like, and that it, that's kind of the thing. It's like, you fucking probably made a ton of money. The rental was more than we've paid for a rental. Say, we also had a cost increase due to chairs, right? Right. So it's like, if you really want my business back, give me the fucking, give me some money for the fucking right. pizza. And you're gonna get the long term, but if you're gonna like nickel and dime me, like I'll I don't it, yeah. like I'm just I'm I'm gonna be done I'm gonna be done with it, you know. And that's kind of where it's at. I didn't fucking call the guy because it's like, okay, it's December 28th. I'm gonna recover from the show, and mm-hmm. then we're going into New Year's Eve and all this other shit. And it's like, you know, like what? It's just not worth. It's not worth the time. But anyway, uh, the alcohol thing really pissed me off. Bait and switch because dude was dude was that dude was running and gunning. He was trying to get those dipping dots sold to people. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, is there beer? Or no, machines. forgot yeah. there was dipping yeah, dots. Yeah, the claw machine. Is there beer going on or no? And he's ducking ducking the whole day. No beer. No so beer. I guess you get to this other point about sheets. They probably made a killing. So next time, well, right, it's, right, and that's the thing. So people just want to, like obviously don't have a venue that's right next to sheets, a very right. popular food establishment amongst our our demographic of fans sure yeah intermission the fucking sheets line was wrapped around the building you know what i mean because people are buying beers they're smashing everybody went during intermission people are smashing beers and was like you would have had out yeah like i told i I told the guys like dude you would have made thousands of dollars tonight easily but uh anyway you know so that's the whole thing so let's talk about the show itself well masato tanaka that's where obviously uh is a guy i've been trying to book him Fuck, man, since... It's a dream, right? Since... I mean, it's a dream, but, like, I didn't officially start actually pursuing it till about June, okay. you know? And, like, I've been trying, I've been trying, I've been trying, and, like, much like the contracted things that, we, you know, are going on, like, he's contracted to an office, so it's, like, the uh, his company, Zero One, has to approve it. And, like, there's all sorts of kind of red tape that you got to go through. And, like, finally, you know what I mean? Like, we were able to get it done. And, uh, you know, it's uh, – he – I thought that he would speak more English, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. pretty much uh, none. And, uh, you know, he arrived, and I went to go get him, and they lost his bags. And, uh, you know, like, the airline is calling me because he had my phone number as a point of contact. And, like, uh, you know, I'm trying to work it out, and, like – he uh so finally like you know you can't get out of your car at the fucking pickup or whatever at the airport baggage claim but i've i just you know i parked my i i just got out of my car and i went in and i found him and he's like trying to talk to like the airline people and like yeah he's like oh nice to meet you you know and like i'm just trying to explain it to him and like he doesn't understand that like we're just gonna leave and get your bag later and uh you know i bought i bought him like i bought him some alcohol like uh, you know, because well, the Japanese nice gift basket, yeah, and just like I did with Ultimo Dragon, right? And uh, I gave it to him, and he said, "Oh no, 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 no!" And uh, like, I was like, "Do you want food?" Uh, and he said, uh, "Protein, protein, protein bar." Uh, and I was like, "Do you want a steak?" He's like, mm, "Protein bar, Monster Energy." That's all I said. Okay. And uh, I took him to Sheets, and, like, he bloated up on protein bars and, like, all these weird monster... Like, he was getting, like, the monster, like, juice flavors and stuff, you know? Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, he was, like, so excited. They must not have it in Japan or something. He was like, oh! Like, he was very excited about that. And then <laughs> I took him into his room. Uh, I gave him the alcohol. I gave him some Christmas ales and, like, some some whiskey and stuff. And uh, he's like, oh, no, I don't do alcohol. Which I've seen him, uh, like, I was doing some research. I saw him drinking some alcohol on social media, but, like, 
maybe he thought I was kill him or something. I don't know. Right, right. And then like <laughs> he added me on Facebook so we could communicate. And uh, I like looked on his Facebook and he's like, promoter gives me uh, alcohol gifts. Uh, I think I'd die if I drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ah, you know, I guess, guess he didn't want it. Yeah. He ended up leaving it in my car. So Swoggle made off with it. Because <laughs> he needs more things. Yeah. He, he ended up making off with it. But also, he does not do well with whiskey. Well, that's what he took, too. He mm. took the whiskey. Well, he's not, that's not our problem to deal with. Back to, Osh, back to Oshkosh. It, but, yeah. Uh, that's Oshkosh's problem, but also, uh, but uh, Masada was super cool. Like the Did, very much, but very nice, very nice and respectful. Like I expected him to be like more grizzled. You know what I mean? Like like a Did Japanese you, star like that. Did you expect him to be a, like as in? Sh- I mean, you, I'm sure. Obviously oh yeah, I knew. Seen, I knew he's. Seen, but, I knew he's gotten jacked up. Yeah, you know, but joking. like. Uh, I just expect him to be like a little rougher around the edges, you know. Uh, he was just nice and respectful and soft spoken, and uh, yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was real nice. So, uh, quick kind of backstory then. Uh, you're booking him, and how do you determine how this matchup is going to go? Who it's going to be with? Did you have was it immediately Nick Gage in mind, or did you have a couple uh, ideas out there? Um. So. The opponent and everything had to be pre-approved by okay. the office. Um, Nick Gage, like Nick Gage and Eddie Kingston, were the two in the highest running, um, and I just thought that uh, as much as Masato Tanaka does not wrestle the way that he did in America, you know, like in the ECW era, right. he doesn't really wrestle like that anymore. But I thought that the kind of urban legend of how he wrestled in America on paper against Nick Gage was going to uh, get a lot more attention than him and Eddie Kingston would probably be the better pro wrestling matchup based on his style currently. Uh-huh. But people don't really know that. You know what I mean? Like they right. know Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka, like chaos. Sure. So I thought that Nick Gage was probably going to be the best, the best option for the you know, the on paper, you know, like announcement sort of thing. Like the, the graphic was going to yeah. get attention. So we go into the card itself, uh, lead things off with uh, a guy who's kind of made a few appearances now here at AIW, Wheeler, Utah, uh, taking on Lewis Linden. Lewis, uh, the, the go-to vet for everything. Is this more of a, you know, hey, I think I like this guy. Let's throw him in with Lewis, see how this goes. Yeah, pretty much, and it's just like, um, you know, like uh, Wheeler Yuta is a guy that's doing very well in a lot of other companies, and, uh, you know, he's just kind of not found his place in the AIW, like, so to speak. Like, he's doing well in, like, scrambles and different things, you know, so it's like this was kind of a, a more, like, I don't know, like modest card, so to speak, you know, yeah. to where it's like Masato Tanaka was the big, big, big deal. Uh, so it's like uh, there was different things that were going on. Like, um, you know, I, I initially had like maybe the Jollyville Fuckets booked and they couldn't make it. And all, all sorts of different things kind of switched around. And uh, I wound up with, you know, these two guys kind of like there was so many different options and i just went you know like let's let's just see you know what what yuda can do in a singles and uh you know i ended up kind of putting him over as like the shock the shock value of the whole thing um just because i i don't think anybody would would have expected that i mean it was definitely a good one to open up the show people were uh people were very in tune with it the entire time and and keeping their eyes on it uh i was a it was an awesome pairing no doubt about it uh the next one would crank up the fun real fast. Dr. Dan, Jock Samson, Matt Warner. Uh, am I missing anybody in that? Ethan Page. Ah, yes, and Ethan Page. Well, MJ, I was going to say him later. Set to take on an eight-man tag action. You have a microphone. Kikutaro and PB Smooth, <laughs> Swaggle, and... Uh, uh, Colt Cabana, so we have that eight-man action. Then MJF comes out, we think, to save his dad. Yeah, this is just a little fun, you know, a little fun segment. It's just, um, you know, sometimes it's like 
like Cole Cabana is kind of a guy that has like an open AIW contract, so to speak, to where it's like, I'll give him all the dates and then like he'll decide which ones he wants to do or he can do or whatever. And it's like, yeah. he'll book up his schedule and then he'll be like, I have this one and this one, you know what I mean? So like he took this one a long time ago and then, um, you know, like through booking Masato Tanaka, he had asked, um, if I could book Kikutaro. So like there was somebody there to, you know what I mean? Like right. that speaks the language. So, you know, that's how Kikutaro gets involved. And then justice, you know, you, you yeah, he's always saying justice <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you kind of always like, so that's kind of how s- sometimes you, you, you wind up with guys. It's like, not like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm booking this match and that's it. You know, it's like kind of yeah. like, Oh, you know, Masato Tanaka wants Kikutaro to come in. So, okay. Yeah, Kikutaro's here. You know, I, Cole Cabana accepted the date like four months ago. You know, there's like no real plan. So then it's like kind of like a puzzle, you know what I mean? It's like right. shuffling things around. So, um, I thought that this was like a fun, you know, a fun pairing to put together. It, uh, MJF was originally not going to be on the show because of his injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ends up, you know, he texts me, you know, I don't know, a few days before, and he says, you know, I'm, I'm feeling okay. I think I could do it. And I was like, uh, you know, should I leave him off? Shouldn't I leave him off? And I was like, you know, I came up with, you know, this sort of this sort of plan, and yeah, you know, so he evolved from there, there. And then Space Monkey comes out there. We have a five big, on five. Big pop for the Space Monkey. Big pop for the Space Monkey. And uh, one of the one of the funnest moments of the night, you see Cole Cabana and MJF looking quite like father and son. I think that uh, that quick clip is making its rounds on the internet right now. But of course, if you want to know what I'm talking about, then download the show from Smartmark Video or pick it up on DVD. Uh, a lot of just a lot of fun there in that ten man tag match. Uh, then we go to complete chaos when it comes to tag matches. Bobby Beverly, Eric Ryan, the Young Studs, uh, Derek and Eddie Only from the production, plus Facade and Flip Kendrick as a team, and PME. And this one, this I mean, this is uh, AW Tag Team Wrestling at its at its finest right here. Just like yeah, just uh, complete chaos. You know, like like you said, uh, and it's you know there's. There's some veteran guys in there. There's some really young and hungry guys in there, and I thought it was a I thought it was a really good mix. You know, uh, Derek and Eddie kind of really looked like a team for the for the first time. You know, ever they were you know doing they were trying combos and doing tag moves and um, you know to where it's like you know the the production is all kind of in disarray right now. But then you know those guys that go out and do that, and it's like. Well, maybe the production's in disarray, but maybe these two guys can be whatever the fuck they are going forward. You know right. what I mean? Like, um, they were definitely it, it was definitely kind of like a sink or swim for for them, so so to speak. In the fact that they're kind of lost, the whole the whole production is lost in the shuffle. You know, without without Magnum CK, there's really nothing for Frankie Flynn right now. It's kind of like. Uh, now it's kind of like a wait and see, you know. And there was a spot for those guys to kind of you know sink or swim and I, I thought that they did well you know obviously flip flip kendrick is always always fucking unreal um facade uh it was his birthday so you know that's that's how he got the booking you know what i mean hey, like there you go <laughs> it was his it was his birthday uh you know so it's like that's another one of those puzzle pieces that you got to put together um but yeah you know it's uh it's it's a really fun match i thought it was very good um you know, it's just kind of what what you come to expect from these kind of four-way tag fiascos. And I may have the next two out of order, but I think this is how they go. Next, we have Matthew Justice and KTB. Yeah, I think that's correct. And uh, that's for the intense title. The KTB, we talked about him when we talked about Hell on Earth. From the woods. From the woods. And uh, these guys kind of brawl through the crowd. And another one with just complete chaos. Matthew Justice has put, and not that Tim Downs didn't have this, but, you know, and maybe that's the last three guys, really. You have the intense title, and I think since Joey Janelle, like, that's just what it's been. Joey Janelle bringing intensity to it. Like, you don't know what to expect when we had the intense title matches. Tim Downs, kind of the same thing. Matthew Justice, more of the same with that, or potentially even trying to elevate what goes on in these intense title matches uh yeah and i mean it's uh 
it gets pretty crazy. They, you know, they brawl all throughout the Ohio nets. They're doing all kinds of crazy shit. The, I think there's like a back body drop on some steel bleachers or something. <laughs> brutal. Like, to, like, yeah, brutal. Uh, and you know, they, they get really creative with, you know, using the, you know, the, the walk, the walkway to the ring. And, um, you know, this is another one of those things where it's like, uh, this is kind of like, let's try out, let, let's see what some of these newer guys that have come on the scene in the last six months and like, let's put them in singles matches and see how they do. You know, this is another, just like you to like Kyle, uh, Kyle, the beast KTB has, you know, has kind of come on. He's been doing really well. Uh, so it's, you know, let's, let's give him a big singles match and you know, see, see what happens. And I thought, you know, he's, he's delivered pretty much every single time. Oh yeah. I think people are wildly impressed with him and I think they just like chanting from the woods. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go to intermission, we roll back out from intermission and then, uh, our next match, Dom, this is you, right? Then we go into the, the four way Dominic Garini. Uh, Joshua Bishop, Eddie Kingston, and Zach Thomas, and uh, this is this is kind of like uh, a bigger match for I think Zach. His in terms of what what he's done in AIW thus far. Yeah, I mean his whole career. Yeah, I mean realistically, I mean let's be real, Zach hasn't really been in there with anybody like with the pedigree of Eddie Kingston. Yeah, he hasn't been in there with anybody with the pedigree of Eddie Kingston, so to get that opportunity, of course, and then you know to mix it up with Josh, who's one of the top students to come out of the IW school, and then <clears throat> I think it was a good experience for Zach for sure. I, th- I, I think he shined. I don't know. I'm going to question that Josh is one of the top students co- of coming out of the IW school after hearing uh, his pitch to where he wants to just start vaping in the ring <laughs> and uh, blow vape smoke as like his like finisher or something like i don't know what's well, wrong with this boy i don't know that, that's why I, that's why i'm beating him up routinely yeah i don't know worldwide looks like he wants to he wants to comment on this i mean i don't see it as a finish but i think as a fun signature spot he's got brother in the corner blows a huge cloud on the chest and then chops it mm. that could be a visual why can't he just be like a big beefy young powerhouse pro wrestler yeah, why, why, why can't he just be a hoss why why, why does he have to do dumb shit this is, once again, why I attack this young man at that's, all costs. That's what I was going to say. Once again, uh, Dom Garini and Joshua Bishop. I'm kind of kind of siding with Dom. There's not a brain in this fucking guy's head. <laughs> well, this is this. I, everybody that's JB. That, may not be once Dom beats the hell out of him. I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm going to beat the smarts into the kid. Well, I guess that could I be. hope, man. I hope because sometimes I think there's no hope. And stop stealing your dad's fucking monsters. <laughs> <laughs> But you, you brawling to the back, to your point, does give Zach a great opportunity. We see quite a bit of Zach and Eddie Kingston one-on-one, and that gives him that, uh, you know, last episode when we are talking about where are things on the independent circuit and in the realm and where, where do things stand, guys trying to learn from somebody, this is one of those moments that, that we're talking about. You know, Zach Thomas hasn't been wrestling very long, very young, uh, all sorts of talent, and there he is with an Eddie Kingston, the guy who's been going at it for years. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, the, the lessons that uh, Zach Thomas can learn from Eddie Kingston, you know, at any time he gets in the ring with him are, are invaluable. Um, you know, Zach Thomas can come to practice, you know, 20 days in a row, but it, nothing will make up for that in-ring experience with a veteran like Eddie Kingston. Let's be honest. Has Zach Thomas been coming to training 20 days in a row? Um, I have not seen it in about five months. Yeah. Okay, Zach Thomas. If you're listening out there, you better fucking show up. <laughs> 20 days in a row would do you pretty well. Not the same as the match with Eddie Kingston. But I think only like maybe one kid right now has been a, like a 20-day-in-a-row kid. Who is that? Practice. You want to give him props? I will. TKD. Yeah. TKD, very consistent at training. Not not West KD. Uh, West KD. Uh, let me let, let me pull uh, my let me pull my, my palm pilot out here. Uh-oh. Uh, haven't seen West KD about as about as much as uh, old Zach Thomas. Yeah, I heard what I heard gunning, but you know, uh, 2019, no excuses. That's one of my uh, well. Hey, West KD like, said his roommate said that he's even ducking them. His roommate said he's even ducking them. Wow, we've had about six practices so far in two K one nine, and uh, have not seen yet a single <sighs> one yet. Wes? West West KD's roommates think that he's just ducking out, and never coming back. Oh man, that's, that's wow. not true at all. I'm not. <laughs> going. I'm not going nowhere. Allegedly, Wes? No, that's facts. What did I say wrong last time? I said I'm going nowhere this time. I'm not <laughs> going anywhere, Jack. Let me there tell you, you something. Go. Should we get to my match now? 
Because I had this Let's, New Year resolution. No, we got a brass tag, so I'm going to say yeah, something you're from up. experience you're here. Up. Wes is a recently debuted young man. And Thanks. as someone that debuted and then maybe fell away from the training a little bit. Because, yeah. you know, you're training for that big moment. And then you're like, oh, I had the moment. Oh, there's more moments? All right, tight. I don't got to go to training anymore. That's not the right idea. That's, That's not, not the right attitude. It has not served me well, Wes. I don't, I don't really. I've been running and I was in Anchorage, Alaska. I was training for the Iditarod, all right? Just oh. doing stuff like that. I've always wanted to do the Iditarod. No. Hey, go, no, come with are. me. I'll meet you in March. This is why you, this is why you and Bishop get along, isn't it? JB, Neither of you guys have a freaking I brain. never do a jewel pod, though. I've never done one of those. Or vape. So, I've never confirm vaped. right now on the podcast, yeah. is Josh Bishop smoking jewel pods? That's what, what he tweeted. What's he a said jewel he wanted pod? to vape it. What is it? I don't even know. It's the new jewels. You know what's what up, the right? What the fuck are these things? They're Did, little things at gas stations. I've never done one. Is it like hookah in a in a vape? It's like a okay, nicotine. We're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna bring in a trusted expert on this topic yeah. worldwide. Come I don't know. Shh. I'm, I'm contemplating it. him for uh, the month of February. Uh, if I can, since it's the shortest month, my dad for Christmas asked for me to quit smoking for a month, and uh, <laughs> I asked for you to quit smoking for your life. Uh... What life, man? Come on. Let's all be real here. Also, by the way, Christmas next year or your birthday, they're both very close. Figured out what me and Weird Bag are going to get you. We're going to get you some prescription swim goggles so that you can come over to my place more and we can podcast over there more. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. protect your eyes. More on, wow. your, more on your birthday in a all moment. Jewel Pods are just basically, it's like the new hip e-cigarette. Like yeah. there's like views and the Jewel, it's like, it looks like a little fucking... USB. It yeah, it looks like, like a USB. USB, and people are just hitting USBs. Yeah. And people are doing that shit, and yeah. like, apparently that's what the kids are into. I don't yeah. know. I'm going to look yeah. into it, because like I said, I'm going to try to... Uh, I don't condone jewel pipes Quit smoking for the month of February. Just going to right. that out there. No, I do got to pick it up, though. We can, I, I will say, it was also uh, at this moment, during, well, before this match, we start to hear the chants from Barkley Nation of We Want Wes, in which I, I will say... This becomes the time of the show where I have to then give them the countdown of how many matches they have. Let them know. Until they have to do it. And then they're very good about it's like it. New Year's, brother. I did tell them wrong. I told them two. And then I had to go back as I was taking everybody's gear back. I said, I'm sorry. Uh, three guys, three matches. This one and then two. And that was all right. Then they were good. They're good. They behave well. And I also told them, hey, all these people were sitting here for the first half of the show. Don't stand in their way. Vice pr- vice president of the Barkley Nation, Stephen Guy. <laughs> so they listen to me for some reason because uh, Man West over there lets them know at a time. Hey, you Steve got the Guy, mic. You make Steve the rules. Guy, uh, tells you what to do. The moderator of sorts. Uh, I want to backtrack here real quick because Worldwide just got me fired up about something. Let's rock. Okay. Because you know the podcast I wasn't on, there was uh, some Steve Guy bashing, and uh, in 2019, it's just not going to have it. Uh, John Thorne, how, how was your birthday? Because this show was around your birthday. My birthday was uh, pretty non... Did you get any kiss-ass presents for your birthday? Whoa. <laughs> kiss-ass or kick-ass? Kiss-ass. Whoa. Maybe got... slash kick-ass. You know, the only... I got, I got two presents from members of the roster. Uh-huh. One was from the Duke, and it was a re-gifted bottle of Tito's that he got at the wow. company Christmas party. <laughs> Exposed. And uh, the other was uh, from uh, my good friend Swoggle. He got me a uh, rock and jock basketball method man authentic jersey. Woo! That's a pretty awesome idea for a gift for John Thorne. Don't you guys think? Woo-hoo-hoo, that's fire. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think told Swoggle to get you that gift? Well, I mean, I, according to him, it was all. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that one. It, it was uh, all his research. Guy. That's uh, right. Would have been the the one. But Steve, why didn't you buy it? You gave Swaggle uh, a good oh, idea. Oh, I don't. I don't have the uh, Muppet and Leprechaun money to afford that. Steve guy wheeling and dealing, but apparently broke bad on the uh, GGW deal. <laughs> GG Laid dumb. low. GGW. I didn't. G-G-W. I didn't have the money to to do that. But uh, you know, the question was posed to me: What sports teams does John Thorne like? And I said, uh, None. None really. He just likes the Browns on Hard Knocks. And I said, hey, man, if you can find him a rock and jock jersey, that's like, the route to I go. I like sports when it's uh, like championship time and we yeah. can go downtown. And, you like the parties. And you can drink uh, like openly, open container at downtown. So that's what he, I like. Find him a rock and jock jersey. He'd love that. And then he came back with these are the options. And we narrowed it down and we went with, we went with Method Man. Good thing you went with Method Man because I already got that Warren G. I thought you did. 
Yeah. I thought so. Because that's I'm, what put it in my mind. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's got a warren G. I'm gonna have to get you know, now I'm gonna have to go to the gym a little earlier and get ready for that WrestleMania weekend so I can You gonna wear, wear tanks that. all Mania weekend? It's it's gonna be cold though in Jersey. You don't know that, man. Vince Vince McMahon could probably import sun. I mean he didn't yeah. last time it was there. I afford, know that. He can afford for sure. He can afford last to, time. He can afford to change the fucking weather. Like yeah. the government controls it anyway. Last time it was there it was his, awfully chilly. His, his his wife is in the cabinet. That's I'm true. Sure he's right. got, She's pulling all the strings. Yeah. Come on. I saw the McDonald's here. I was worried that Trump, you know, sent a little package I, I over. Wish. I, I wish. thought Linda Linda McMahon's doing some small business. Well, he did he did send this over because last show we we talked about uh certain somebody winning tag team gold. Mm. And uh, you know that's what Trump buys for. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Good call. Uh, man, I, I wish I could have figured out a way for Worldwide to have to go celebrate his championship at the White House. That would wow. have been sick. <laughs> All right. So he just where shakes are we his at? head. Where are we at? <laughs> I think Worldwide. All right. So we're at the tag, tag match. Team. Speaking of tag team champions, they get defended in the next match. Boy, did they ever! I I did, I, I popped pretty hard at the at the. Uh, Change of uh, entrance music. Now that was weird. Bodies. No idea. matter how that was de- his idea before we knew and after. How depressed that you you were throughout the whole day. I thought that this was pretty funny. Yeah, almost cool. ca- almost caused me to change to call the audible and have you guys keep. But what uh, what'd you switch it to for this one? Uh, we are the champions. Oh, that's queen. right. Yes, that was good. I enjoyed that too. That made me laugh quite a bit. I was uh, yeah. You guys took your time coming to the ring with that. Yeah, well, you know, got to uh, enjoy the... Uh, One last ride, right? Yeah, the minutes One left last ride. The, uh, belt skis. One last ride. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, no, it was, like, fun, all things considered. Uh, got to uh, use a move I accidentally in- invented a few months ago. Whoa. Oh. Apparently, I invented a uh, pump handle powerbomb. Whoa. Somebody on the Twitter. The, you invented the move that... What are you uh, don't name worry it? about it. <laughs> what are you hey, going to name it? White male uh, mediocrity uh, owns all. So, yeah, anyway, I invented this move. What's it called? And um, uh, I'm sorry. I the world bomb. I'm not from Rip City, bro. But um, either way, no. Got him. Somebody is. I don't know. Every once in a while, I put a new stupid move into my repertoire, and then I fucking beat it to death. And uh, then I figured out another move. One of these days, I'll figure out a way to mix them all in. Throughout. How many? How many are you up to now? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe six or seven. Wow! Look at that. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm at about three, so you got me on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I forget most of them. Well, Wes, maybe hey, if you came you, to practice. Oh, there, practice. It there it is. All right. There it is. All right. Well, in the next match, we got to see those three moves put to use. Hey, because we, not, we st- oh, I'm sorry, yeah. worldwide. I didn't mean no. to cut you off there, buddy. Oh, geez. Champ. So yeah, either way, um, yeah, I was Continue in the most on. dismal shit mood of all times, all day long, and um, there was actually a point in time because somebody catered it like on oh, top of yeah. Uh, shout out to Kim, our fan. It was Kim. Yes, yep. thank you, Kim. Uh, thank you. It was like. In order to get outside to smoke a cigarette, I had to walk through all the fans and stuff from the locker room. So, like, after a period of time when I was all geared up, that was just getting, like, really, like, stressful for me because I was just in a really bad place in my head. So, Kim uh, and, uh, you know, supplied us with a bunch of broccoli and, you know, other veggies and some sort of ranch dip. And, and uh, chicken salad sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I those ate a couple pretty, of those. I didn't realize that's what it was. Eat anything before i have a match i like to like you know just strictly liquid or smoothies you know just like you know keeping it move out whatever i had the day before and then like you know not to put too much back in but um that's just how i do it but either way i was nervous so i was like just like munching extra hard on some carrots and like cheech came up to me probably like 45 minutes an hour before the match it was like are you fucking ready for this and i was like you have to get through. He's like, just tell me you're ready. And I was like, I'm fucking ready. I guarantee nothing after the match, but I'm fucking ready for the match. And he's like, all right, that's all I need here. And yeah, we had a good time. Nice. Did and you- uh, yeah, they got up to, uh, you know, their devious fucking mischievous bullshit. And uh, we were robbed. And uh, what? I mean, what else is there to say? But you know what? I was there and a lot of people thought we'd never be there. So You were there once. It's in, you can't change the record books. Nope. That's it's really on true, cage yeah. match. Oh, hell uh, yeah. yeah, that's where I looked it up, right here. And 
And I'm with Duke because Cage Match doesn't record a lot of matches that happen. There but you go. Yeah, actually, uh, nobody... BPCW, uncovered. Nobody put down the four-way match. Bachelor Party Championship Wrestling, oh, Birthday Party Championship wow. Wrestling. Check the tapes. Even so, other companies that, like, you know, just drive us to fucking insanity are not included on a cage match, but... Okay, let's move on to the next match. WES, well, Wes Barkley here. So, wait, real quick. One of the things uh, I, I forgot about this venue is that we didn't really have, like, you know, we... We put up the curtains and everything so that we had a locker room and backstage area, but uh, it's all in the same room. It's all in the same room, but there's nowhere, no extra restroom. Everybody had to, you guys had to go to the bathroom. Guys are going into the bathroom with the fans in yeah. their gear. Same in a lot of yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? But I th- but that's just another you know Mount Carmel. We're so kind of spoiled with that. I, I miss a completely Mount separate. One time thing. I peed next to Jimmy Olsen. What's that? And he was in full gear. You did? Yeah. What at the West Park Party Center? Uh. Uh-uh. At the arena. Oh, at the arena? Yeah. I love Jimmy. <laughs> I feel like I saw him at the West Park. I love Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen is like one of my all-time favorite guys ever in pro wrestling. All right. So, Wes Barkley. Jimmy Jam. Yes, sir. That's me. Barkley Nation taking on Tim Dons. Tim Dons finally got my hands on him. Six months in the making. Let's talk, let's talk about let's talk about the the, the the lead up to this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, six months were, in the making. You were calling you were calling in all the favors for the, yep. for this. You to. cut some great promos Thank with you. the green screen behind you. Appreciate and it. And then you know you reached out to some celebrities that you know. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's talk about Riff. that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I uh, appreciate the compliment. Let's, let's say, we'll start with the the whole starting point of this is yeah. your debut, debut. debut. j Weekend. I think it was the match before me. Yep, he comes out. Dons was wrestling AJ Gray. He gets on the mic. He was talking a little smack about Barkley Nation. He was talking a little oh, smack about Oh, got right me. in their face. Gave him the finger. Yep. Yeah. Check the tapes. So I've been waiting to get my hands on him and finally, you know, I put out the open challenge and uh, Dons accepted it. He said it was good. Then it was go time, you know, and I mean, shout out to Riff Raff, my dude. Jody High Roller, Jody High Roller, you know, calling in that Ohio Nets shout out. Yeah, pack that place, Barkley Nation. Let's rock. So they were there, but I don't know. Maybe I was a little too excited to get my hands on them. You know, I was a little nervous going in there. It's a big match. Sure, New I venue. think. I mean, I honestly think that we cracked the code on it during this podcast. Yeah, he ain't been going to training, man. You, right. Games, game. Yeah, you're a little yeah. rusty. I'm lacking. Yeah, I'm lacking and I'm slacking. That's. You know, because I, I said no excuses. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, brother. Let's, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> and Michael Scott. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's probably it because, you know, I was close to winning, but I didn't win. And, you know, we're not making just, excuses in 2019. Yeah, just, we're just, just imagine going to practice maybe three, four times before that match. And, you know, you might have Tim Dodd's number. Oh, wow. the impact from the Maserati driver if you're practicing it and getting it down. Yeah. To Muscle memory. 110% Muscle memory, right? that it should be. Yeah, yeah, we're rocking and rolling. That's that's the other uh, the my, green uh, the green screen. resolution was rock and roll all night and party every day. So the green screen we're can't win you matches. Now you put you know you you've done amazing work in the promoting realm, but you know Thank when you. when we bring up the as much time promoting sure. as you training, yeah. I think sky's the limit for you, man. Can't, Thank you. Can't appreciate win a match that. on the green screen. Appreciate that. Let's not let's not graze over Frankie Flynn's attempt to inc- incorporate the West Barkley promo method. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, oh. And he and he painted his face up like Kiss. <laughs> Did he paint it like Kiss? Yeah, for UXWA. Oh, like Paul Stanley? And he put on these crazy-ass cuts. Worldwide, you're going to have to go step out and take a look at this. I saw the cuts. I didn't see the, the Kiss makeup. You deleted your Facebook, so you missed all this. You still got the Twitter? It's on there. But, uh, yeah, anyway. So, sky's the limit for, for old Wes Barkley Thank if he you. could show up. Right. You know, you might be as good as Angel of the Baldies one day. Whew. Wow. At least it's not the other Angel. XPW. Oh, I mean, XPW Angel. Man. He was all right, but that's not who I strive to be, you know. Where are we at next? All right, so next we go into our championship match, the absolute title. Hot Sauce Tracy Williams taking a guy that returns home. Uh... To Cleveland and to AIW, M Dog Nat Cross. Always good to see him. And Grandma Cross Imagine. made her appearance. M Dog said this was his only advertised appearance in Cleveland in the entire year of 2018. That's crazy. Yeah. Because the only other time I think that we were able to get him, he uh, it was a surprise in the one scramble. We were, t- we were talking to him show. after, and he said he spent like two or three months total 
overseas. Yeah, the whole yeah, like last he, year, he's always so doing crazy. crazy international shit. Yeah, he spent a lot of time in air. I'm so, sure if he added oh, yeah. all that up, he's probably got a lot of miles. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this is just one of those uh, you know one of those odd matches that you're probably not going to see anywhere else. Uh, you know, M Dog, I think in the in the city of Cleveland is always a contender no matter what. Definitely. You know, so uh, let's. I mean, uh, it's the Grandma Cross show still. <laughs> You love seeing Grandma Cross show up. I think everybody does, I right? I mean, that's what I was about to say was, yeah. I mean, Matt Cross is scary and everything. And, you know, he's a hell of a contender. But Grandma Cross ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah, you're, I and I mean, she, straight up. she did. Yeah. When this match ended, uh, Tracy Williams wanted to shake her hand, make peace. And she tried to fight him. And she wanted to fight him. She, she was tried to fight me one time when ramp. I was selling beer at Mount Carmel. Didn't understand the tickets. I was like... Got to get your tickets, and then like she was like ah, and like just threw down five dollars, and I gave her three beers. <laughs> Allegedly, like, I don't, I don't want none. Allegedly, form, foam sword. <laughs> Allegedly, yep. Allegedly, but it was it was it was uh, I think it was what you anticipate from these uh, two at this point. Uh, you know, you know you're gonna get a good match out of hot sauce. You know you're gonna get one out of Matt Cross. You throw them together, and why not? Absolutely. You know, and I think it's one that everyone should go out of their way to see because, like I said, it's not, it's not like a match that you're going to really run into anywhere else. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and then it's main event time. Uh, I mean, we could, like, I'm not going to break down this match. Uh, what I could say is it was crazy to see. Uh, it's not like, you know, there's like a locker room sellout, but. It wasn't a locker room sellout. It was a crowd sellout. Like, everybody that was left in the locker room, including myself, like, uh, myself and Josh Prohibition just, like, walked out into the crowd and just, like, at that point, like, everyone kind of, like, I think they weren't, nobody was a wrestler anymore or involved in wrestling. It was, like, it was such, like, a surreal moment to see Masato Tanaka walk down the AW entranceway you know and like the ramp or whatever but it's like myself and josh prohibition just went out and it was like outside of it being aw it was like we morphed like back into like 1999 like you kids know going to ecw and like it was it, like that that's all that i could really like i even really want to say about the match because like and it wasn't just me and josh prohibition like it was everybody if you look throughout the crowd every I was standing with you and josh yeah every Every wrestler was just standing in the crowd, just like in complete awe of the fact that Masato Tanaka was re- not only wrestling in America again, because it, it had been several, several years since he's wrestled in America, but uh, it was, uh, you know, it was just, you know, just a surreal thing, you know, and like, uh, I don't know how long the match was, I don't care. It was 100% worth every penny that, that I, it cost. I, I was going to say, he, the shape he was in, what he did, it was worth the fans' money. It was worth your money bringing him in. Right. Definitely. Uh, and that's, you don't always get to say that necessarily about uh, certain things or, or certain names when you, when you bring them in. But uh, this guy, Masato Tanaka, exceeded everything that I, I think we, w- we wanted out of him. Yeah, that match was sick. So then we rolled to the after party. That's a uh, old. I did not roll to the after party, and that was twofold. Uh huh. A, I was in my miserable bad place, and B, weeks before the fucking show, when I thought maybe you know this title raid was gonna last a little bit past the first defense, I uh, was like, you know what, I'm gonna be dawn to dusk on the uh, ring truck. At uh, this show. And, you know, first show as champion. I'm going to, like, you know, fucking take everything back to the unit, take the truck back, like, do the whole deal all day long just to set an example for all the students and That's this good. and that. And as it was, you know, all the students maybe just learned, oh, the sad guy lost his title and did ring crew <laughs> with us. <laughs> so don't take that lesson if you're listening, you little fucking shits, because you did real good the other week, and uh, keep that up. Hell yeah. My only complaint about you fucking little freaks is just make the chairs touch each other when you're setting up chairs. Don't be afraid to have the chairs fucking touch each other. In the goddamn arena, fucking in the queue, at the fucking stadium, they're all fucking touching each other. Just make the fucking... 
But either way, Dang. but yeah. So either, I mean, we were done with everything by like fucking shit, like twelve thirty one, and yeah. I was I gonna just, say this show ended at a at a great time. I think we ended about ten thirty, ten forty five. Yeah, somewhere in there. And yeah, we were done like with like the truck and everything by like twelve thirty one, somewhere in there. And I could have went to the after party, but I didn't. But like I said, that was actually less by depression and more by design. And I just stuck to the plan, miserably so. And weird by anything went to the after party. But anyway, yeah, go on. Oh yeah, he was out. He was. Oh yeah, wild and out. He was. So I mean, the after party was good. I bought a uh, facade yeah. birthday shot. And then, I did too. And uh, we hung out with our our friends, the Goldstein brothers. They're great dudes. It's good to see them. And we'll we'll see them in New York. Yes, sir. New Jersey. They love they love the shout outs, so I wanna make sure we <laughs> Here's another shout, <laughs> out. shout they bought, out to the They bought us a couple drinks. To the I bought them a couple drinks too. They'd earned it, you know. Yeah. Definitely. And uh great dudes. so there ended up being two after parties on this night. Because I'm standing there talking to them and I start getting pulled and told that we're going to a different location. Hmm. And I rolled out because Eddie Kingston was uh sleeping at my house that night so we left and met up with the duke and swoggle at a place usually reserved for business meetings because that's where they wanted to go and i declined because i wanted to support our sponsored after party unlike you fucking turncoats i mean i wanted to do the same but uh i was getting drawn out and i you know i had to make sure that they they didn't get into too much trouble, which uh, moderator of sorts. Yeah, also sometimes babysitter of sorts. There you go. That happens, and uh, it turns out we failed anyway because this was also the night that. Uh, so the Duke took Swoggle. Yeah, he was riding with him because they're a new pair. They're best friends these days, and uh, Swoggle booked himself a hotel. Remember this, John Thorne? Oh, this. So I forgot about this. <laughs> But I didn't go and participate in this. Uh, I just hung with uh, my boys, uh, Mance, MJF. You know, I was hanging in the heel locker room at the at Nax, and uh, you know, I kept saying, "Swoggle, just come back." You know, it was packed for a while, then you know, kind of thinned out, and it was just you know the boys pretty much. And uh, Anyway, you know, he's off doing whatever the fuck you guys are doing at the strip club. And then uh, he was like, I'm coming. I'm not coming. He's like, oh, I got a hotel. And I was like, why did you get a hotel? I'm, I'm going, That's what I said, too. He was I'm, with me. I'm going to my house. You're with Steve. If you want to come to my house, you could sleep on my couch. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. He's like, oh, I got a hotel. Don't worry about it. And then. Uh, well, so he's so here's what happens. He's, then he's like, oh, fuck. It's the wrong hotel. He books. The, the, he says he books the airport. Uh, Radisson or something. It's an airport hotel. I was like, oh, well, that airport one is actually out in North Olmstead. Duke says, that's on my way home. I'll give you a ride. Next thing you know, John Thorne and I both being texted. That's that's, that's the wrong hotel. He took me to the wrong hotel. Duke left him there. Oh, wow. Because he was already. Wolfie's before, too. Grabbing a couple of probably did. So Duke leaves him there. We're getting blown up. So, yeah, like, I just go, I get home. And uh, I just go to bed, you know, and then like. Did we get steak and shake? Yeah, I think we went to steak and shake till like five With in the ben morning. And Justice and Bishop and that fucking weird Kenny Wayne guy, Kenny Wayne's buddy. Yeah. Was there someone else there? <laughs> I don't. Probably. And uh, so anyway, a Swoggle hits me up and it was like, "Hey, can you come get me?" There's no like, shuttle. As there's no shuttle. Out. And I was like, when where? When he does get to the correct one. I was like, where are you? And he's like, I'm at the whatever it was, like the Sheraton or something on like, on like, uh, like Prospect. Oh, I'm like, wow. He's, or he's in downtown Cleveland. And I'm like, what? Oh my <laughs> he's God. like directly across from the queue. And I'm like, <laughs> this is the last thing I want to do is wake up on no fucking sleep and yeah. drive all the way downtown and pick this guy up. And then drive all the way to the fucking airport. Like, it was such a hassle. But I did it. And then he made off with Masato Tanaka's whiskey when he was digging through my wow. digging through my trunk. And, uh, I mean, you know, that was pretty much that. Whiskey's not what he needs. So, anything uh, exciting happen at the after party there? You guys at 
besides no, steak ours and shake? Was, ours was pretty pretty mellow. Just played ECW themes. Yeah, yeah, playing ECW things, drinking, buying shots, you know. Nice. I had, a, I had a house full of Eddie Kingston, old Mance Warner, and, and uh, MJF made their way over to the, to the spot. Some new house guests. It's nice. No drinking game, so. Uh, and that that did it for 2018 AIW. That's it. It was an awesome year. It was. We'll see Amazing what, year. We'll see what 2019 holds, as we we'll talked about we, last week. We'll see if we can survive. Which I can't was. Even though you know, even though you know, we're already going into some uncharted territory here in 2019. Still happy with uh, how 2018 turned out. Hey man, it's, uh, you know, any any day, uh, you know, above ab- above ground, as they say. You know what I mean? Like any day that the company is still going and it's you know not hemorrhaging money, I'll I'll take it. Well, there you go. So for the entire uh, group here for worldwide. For Dom Guarini, for Wes Barkley, for John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy, and we'll talk to you next week right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change.